Welcome to Outside the Huddle, featuring your host, Lemont Williams. This program is a great resource for players making career transitions, as well as a place to discuss this week's top sports stories. Now, here's your host, Lemont Williams. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas, on the outstanding Wednesday night, a very busy Wednesday night as well. Wednesday day in the sports of the NFL and as NFL physical uh, football season and, and transactions of their season starts today. A lot of things have been going on, A-Rod. I'm glad to be back. I want to let everyone know that's been listening to my show the last, well, I guess the last six to eight weeks. Uh, I've been absent. I had contractual obligations with ESPN3 and ESPN Plus to finish up my college basketball games and now that they're um, completed and tournament is around the corner NCAA tournament is around the corner I am back live on the show outside the huddle I missed you guys I miss coming live and, and speaking and having a conversation with my good super producer A-Rod about a lot of things in sports and I'm glad to come back on one of the busiest days of sports right now and that's free agency here with the NFL and things are starting to pop and get cooking here well they started uh, thanks to Antonio Brown kicking everything off, and everything is now, like my mom says, cooking with grease because we had Odell Beckham getting traded. We had uh, Le'Veon Bell. Now he's back in the NFL after sitting out the 2018 season. He's with the New York Jets. So we have a lot of things to talk about, a lot of players moving around. Uh, at this point, A-Rod, this other season, it's like a chess match. Everybody's trying to acquire their asset players and try to acquire players that's going to enhance their team going into the 2019-2020 season as the Super Bowl will be in Miami. Uh, again, I missed you guys. I've been so busy. Uh, I was in Atlanta for the Super Bowl week. I really wanted to call in and talk about my experience. Uh, really, it's, I mean, I've been doing the Super Bowl since 20, uh, since 2009, so uh, the Atlanta experience in the Super Bowl was outstanding. Uh, you saw the game. New England won again. Um, and you know how things played out there. But leading up to the game, it's always an event. Leading up to the game, it's always uh, entertaining. Had a chance to sit down, had a one-on-one interview with Dr. J, uh, NBA Hall of Famer. Um, that was a great interview, TV interview. That was an excellent job. I can say if I want to brag and pat myself on the back, uh, that was an excellent job, excellent opportunity. Uh, shout out to Ray Ellis. He set that up for me. Uh, Ray Ellis, uh, again, is a host of his show here on uh, Voice America platforms as well as um, other uh, opportunities within within the network. So Ray Ellis set that up. I was able to knock it down. It was a great opportunity to sit down with Dr. J. Julius Irving, uh, Hall of Famer, NBA Hall of Famer. That was a great interview uh, the day before the Super Bowl. Now, fast forward to now. Okay, so we're going to jump right into it. Let's go ahead and talk about it, A-Rod, and I'll chime in and get your opinions on some of these hot topics right now that's going on in the NFL. We're going to kick back and go back to the Antonio Brown situation. Now, if you've been sleeping under a rock, if you haven't been paying attention, if you've been, just say you've been, you know, you separated yourself from what's going on in the sports world. Uh, by now, if you don't know, you know now by listening to the show Outside the Huddle that Antonio Brown, the former wide receiver, Standout wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers is now with the Oakland Raiders. He's an Oakland Raider now. He forced his way out of 
Pittsburgh, which is surprising to me because you think about the Steelers and you think about their organization and how they handle and conduct their business. Uh, you would think the situation that they went through with Le'Veon Bell, that with you know Antonio Brown having some years remaining on his contract, that they were not going to trade him. They're not going to budge. They're going to uh, deal the, uh, dig their heels into the ground and not give up Antonio Brown and, and, and let that disgruntled receiver remain with Pittsburgh Steelers. But due to the multiple uh, uh, outrage or not outrage or outcry by Antonio Brown and his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, which in my opinion done an excellent job for his client to be able to get him to move to a, a better situation financially, a better situation as far as uh, organization, uh, going from one legendary, legendary organization to another, from the Steelers to the Raiders. Drew Rosenhaus, you've got to give him kudos. Love him or hate him, he does his job, and he does his job well. So, uh, Antonio Brown, he's now with the Oakland Raiders. He received a new three-year deal worth of, worth up to $54 million. Uh, $30, $30 million of that $54 is guaranteed. Um, he had a previous three years left on his deal with the Steelers, which left him about thirty-nine, thirty-eight to $39 million. But the thing is, he had no guarantees. So, you know, with that being said, a lot of people that really don't know the ins and outs of the business, and, and, and I'm glad that we're starting to transition to the offseason, and I'm going to start formatting my show a little bit different in the offseason because we're going to talk sports for the first part of the show, but also we're going to insert some business aspects of not just sports but also in general into the back end of the show because – you have to understand when I created the show outside the huddle, I had the mindset of not just talking about current topics and just the sports in general, but also how that affects not just the players, but also the business aspect. Because you, a lot of times the average fan or the person, the casual uh, football fan will not understand the business aspect of it. And this is a great example of that. You see that even though Antonio Brown had three years left on this deal worth $38 million with the Steelers, he had no guaranteed money. So what's the difference? You ask, say, Lima, what's the difference between the, the current contract that he has with the Raiders and the previous contract he had with the Steelers? Well, in my opinion, I'm going to break it down for you. Uh, in the NFL compared to the NBA and Major League Baseball is that the contracts are not guaranteed. Uh, with that being said, a player can go out there on the field, blow his knee, uh, get injured, or uh, have a concussion or something along those lines going to force him away from the game due to um, things that he can't control. So a lot of times, a lot of players, the contract is what it is, but if you don't have any guarantees inserted into the contract, then you pretty much walk away with nothing. Um, whereas in baseball, basketball is different. Contract, the union negotiate a little bit more of a guaranteed contract. It's structured a little different. They play a little bit more games. Uh, I know regular season games, in the NBA, it's like 82. I want to say baseball is a little bit over 100 games, somewhere between 105, maybe 110. I'm, I'm reaching on that. But what I'm saying is that their contract's a little bit more guaranteed. Players have played a little bit more money. Uh, season's drawn out a little bit longer. It's different than playing in the NBA. I mean, NFL, where you pretty much only have, what, what a rock, what, 18 weeks? Minus one week or five weeks. You have, like, what, 17 weeks if your team goes to the playoffs. 
let's add in another, uh, let's say, four or five weeks if you make it to the Super Bowl. So you might be playing a total of what? Round it up. Let's say 25 total weeks if you factor in a preseason. Yep, that's about right. Uh, yeah, so that's about right. So you don't have the luxury of a guaranteed contract like baseball as well as basketball. But I'm glad you chimed in, uh, A-Rod. With everything's going on in the NFL right now, and, and I want to get your thoughts fresh off the press, give me your thoughts on this Antonio Brown situation, how it played out now that he's, now that he was traded from the Steelers uh, to the Raiders and having the chance to play under John Gruden as well as with the quarterback, Derek Carr. It was a smart move on his end financially, and it is probably going to be the best thing for him. But unfortunately, you know, with all the work and all the great things he's done for the Steelers, it's just time to move on to better with him being there at the Raiders now. It gives them a better, team, you know, being a better team for them. And hopefully, you know, getting them back on a groove to, be, to get somewhere to a Super Bowl or at least appear in the Super Bowl again. Uh, unlike yeah. last year, you know, last year was just kind of like a what happened to the Raiders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you start to see the decline of Derek Carr after having a spectacular uh, freshman, not freshman, or first year as a quarterback. He started to down, down spiral because he didn't have the weapons, and he thought after they made that trade with the Dallas Cowboys sending their top receiver over to the Cowboys. He really didn't have a go-to receiver. And as a young quarterback and the psyche of a young quarterback, you want to continue to develop not just his physical skill set but his mental uh, skill set and be able to have him develop into a quarterback. You see the potential in him. And it was hard for him to probably process that with no star receiver to throw the ball to. And now that he uh, went through that tough season last year and the Raiders have a boatload of money to spend in salary cap as far as getting these top uh, – I was going to say recruit top free agents. Uh, Antonio Brown is going to be an impact player, no doubt about it. Going to play with Derek Carr, let's see how the chemistry works. It's all good when it's all good, but when it goes bad, it goes bad. We saw how Antonio Brown can, you know, throw tantrums and, and go off on quarterbacks. You saw highlights, and ESPN did a really good job of showing a lot of different clips of him, you know, the good Antonio Brown, and also the bad when he goes get off. Get upset, and that's and that comes with the territory. You know, you have a star receiver; he's going to be a little bit more devious. He's going to be a little bit more demanding. You're just going to have to have a strong general manager. You have to have a strong quarterback. You have to have a strong offensive coordinator to know that comes with the territory, and that comes with the package of the receiver. So, uh, Derek Carr should be in a good position, and the Raiders look like they're making some moves in this offseason, no doubt about that. And not just adding Antonio Brown, but they also added formal wide receiver for the Chargers, uh, Tyrell Williams. Uh, Williams <clears throat> signed a four-year deal worth $44 million, max value of $47 million, giving him $22 million guarantee uh, for signing that deal with the Oakland Raiders. So you have a big receiver in, Ty, uh, in Tyrell Williams. Uh, he played a phenomenal job against – I mean, he did a phenomenal job for the uh, – excuse me, for the – L.A. Chargers, I was going to say the Kansas City Chiefs, but for the L.A. Chargers uh, last season, he ended up finished up with 155 receive, uh, reception. He had over 2,500 receiving yards, 17 touchdowns. So he's going to be the number two receiver as Antonio Brown's going to be a big threat, home run guy, the number one receiver. Looks like to me, A-Rod, the Raiders are starting to gear up, man. They're, they're starting to go up and get ready for your team. I know you got the Seattle Seahawks out there in that division too as well, but it seems like the Oakland Raiders are really trying to make a push. John Gruden got embarrassed last year as his first-year head coach back into the NFL. This year, he's trying to make sure that he's not going to embarrass himself as well as the organization. 
I'm going to continue to talk more about free agency next after I come back from this break, my first break of the show. Glad to be back. And when we come back from our break, I'm going to pick A-Rod's brain a little bit more. We're going to talk about this Odell Beckham breakdown and trade today. Next on Outside the Huddle on The Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, it's all about spring hunting pursuits, turkeys, bears, and more. Listen as our panel breaks down all the different spring hunting opportunities available across the country. Joining Jim and Travis, Nick Mund, co-host of Michael Waddell's Bone Collector, plus Nick Ventura and Tom Petrie from Become One. Jim and Trav's Spring Hunting Pursuits discussion is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're outside the huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to Sports at yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the show, Outside the Huddle, with your host, Lemont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas excited about what's going on in the world right now, in the sports world, as well as in, in general. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to be alive. I'm back in the gym working out, worked out this morning. So I'm getting everything geared up for the summertime, A-Rod. We got to get the body right. You know how it goes. We can't be getting, can't be walking around looking flabby and sick like we, like we ain't been working out, you know. Tailgating is over with. We putting the bad food to a side, getting through this thing here, giving up bad food for Lent. We're going to go ahead and do our thing for the summertime. So anyway, A-Rod, I'm glad to be back for my first break. We broke down the opportunity. We had the opportunity to talk about and break down the trade between Antonio Brown from the Pittsburgh Steelers, forcing his way out of the Steelers to the Oakland Raiders, getting him a new three-year deal worth up to $54 million uh, with some guaranteed signing money with that as well. So we're transitioning back. We'll go back into the East Coast and talk about the New York Giants 
having Odell Beckham pack his bag and go to Cleveland to the Cleveland Browns. So, kind of let's take a backtrack. Let's 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 walk into this a rod because you and I talked about this early throughout the football season, back when Odell was banging on the table for a new deal. Uh, let's say week one, week two, and you and I broke down to the fact to say what has. OBJ done lately to demand a new contract outside of that one-handed catch and being the star in a big media market in New York. I mean, to me, I felt like he didn't deserve the new extension. He got it anyway, but you and I talked about it and you felt the same way that he didn't get it. Unless I'm wrong, you changed your mind. But fast forward to now, we have Odell Beckham overnight, while everyone was sleeping, including myself, first thing I saw when I woke up on my news feed on my phone, that he was traded to the Browns. All right, so it's a lot of things we need to unpack here, uh, A-Rod, starting with the Giants signing that contract extension with Odell Beckham uh, last season. Now having him go to Cleveland Browns, what was your initial thought originally when you heard about this trade uh, this morning? They couldn't keep up the contract that uh, he signed uh, last year. <laughs> It was too much money for him. It was hurting him. You know, that was a big contract. And, you know, Odell, he still is not worth, he still wasn't worth that money with, with the effort he was putting in. And, and last year was, was just terrible for them. Like, Browns last year were 7-1. Seven and, seven and one. That, that says a lot right there versus the Giants where they were 5-11 and 11 last year. Like, where was Odell helping them in, that, in there? Like, the Giants were good even without Odell. But now that he's going there, this boosts their, their actual significance to, you know, to have chances of better off getting into the playoffs and even into the Super Bowl. I think that the Browns now are going to actually be more of a threat this year. You can't undermine them this year, you know. They've been making moves. They've been doing things. All these teams are. And, you know, I I feel like for Odell, I think it's good for him too, um, just because of the for the money. Numbers are, are good on him with him going to the Browns. But, you know, it, the effort, man. He's, he's got to show something, you know. He brings all these distractions in. He's known more in fashion than he is in football, which is kind of sad, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a talent. I mean, he has he brings a lot of other distractions with him, and you know, and rightfully so. He he's a star player. I mean, we talked about another star receiver, Antonio Brown, in the last segment. This segment, we were talking about Odell Beckham, and I, I ran into him a couple of times at the Super Bowl week during the Super Bowl week in Atlanta. He's a rock star, no doubt about it. Everywhere he goes, he generates cameras. He generates people. He he's a freaking rock star, and with that comes that celebrity and that fame comes attention and he demands that type of attention. And at 26 years old, he signed a five-year deal with the Giants last year. And I mean, last year, we're talking about what a rock less than we say less than 10 months ago. Let's say less than 10 months ago. Yeah. It was like the beginning of the season. He signs a, signs a deal with the Giants worth up to 98.5 million in August. That made him the highest-paid receiver in the NFL at the time. And it felt like he was just locked in. Like, they just said, okay, we're going to put him in our system, and he's going to be our go-to guy, and we're going to focus more on Odell Beckham than we are going to do on Eli. But, like they say, you know, you got to play the game. You know, you you know, you know, got to play the game. And the Giants flopped last season, 5-11. and 11. Uh, Beckham had several injuries. He angered the team a little bit. Team team management. I I remember I want to make a statement to the public saying just play and, and be quiet and things like that. But hey, the Giants decided to move him. 
without paying out the twenty one twenty one million for five, uh, for twelve or after paying him uh twenty one million after twelve games. So uh here's the thing that we're talking about. We're not talking about the business aspect of it is that uh along with the Steelers, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the New York Giants, these these trades are taking hits on the salary cap. They call that dead money. The dead money uh is starting to add up. Like for example, on this Odell Beckham trade uh, it added up $16 million of dead money to the to the salary cap. When I mean dead money, that's money that wasn't accounted for coming into the free agency that's going to take a hit on the salary cap. Now, you might say, what's well, $16 million to the New York Giants? It might be a drop in the bucket for them. But you think about the Antonio Brown situation where he was still locked into a three-year deal, and that took a hit to their salary cap. So uh, uh, give or take, the Giants moves, moves Odell Beckham to the Cleveland Browns. So now that he's at, with the Browns, A-Rod, and having an opportunity to play with the Browns, let's look at the talent that the Browns have, starting with his former teammate at LSU and good friend Jarvis Landry. Landry knows Odell, respects Odell, played with him in college, knows his skill set, knows his attitude on and off the football field. How is that going to help Odell Beckham make this transition in European A-Rod from going from a big media market from New York City to a mid-major to a smaller market in Cleveland and be productive? I think I think he could. I mean, I think it, it'll eliminate a lot more distractions. He'll be in a different environment, different coaches, different everything, you know. It's not going to be – he's not the face of, of the Giants anymore, you know. He, he's he's now an Odell Beckham who's at the Browns, and what's he going to do for him is basically what the, what the analysis is and what people are – are looking at him at, but you know he, he is gonna he still is gonna bring a big significant you know change to the to the Browns and help them on on the the, the receiving end and all that stuff and it, it's it's good for them I I think it, it was it was a for them for the for the Browns probably the best trade they'll ever have <laughs> and hopefully they can make something out of it and instead of just you know having a terrible instead of having the whole stereotype record of you know the Browns are crap. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I, I just oh, go for, ahead. for the organ, organization wise, this was a good move. But you know, for the Giants, they're just hurting themselves. They they've been digging holes. They're just I I, I don't know. There's just something going on over there. You know, all the ho- old heads are getting ahead of them. You know, and they're just following the the trends of things when they when they had Odell, and now they're just stuck between you know what's the best thing for for the Giants and organizational wise for the Browns, best thing ever for the Giants. I don't know. <laughs> I feel bad for them going into next year. Yeah, I just well at this point the Giants is telling everyone that we're rebuilding, we're reloading. At five and eleven, we're trying to put all the we're trying to get rid of all the dead weight or all the heavy pieces as far as when it comes to finances and try bringing some young fresh players. Uh, keep Eli, which I'm assuming unless they trade him overnight like they did last night with Odell Beckham, and, and just work our way back up because right now they need a fresh start. Now with the Browns. But, you know, the Browns having a Baker Mayfield as a quarterback for him, finished up his rookie year. Jarvis Landry is a former teammate of uh, Odell Beckham. Everyone in Cleveland right now is thinking Super Bowl a bust. I mean, I know that's a far reach, but that's what they're thinking right now, and, and, and rightfully so. I mean, they have some two big receivers, have a really good tight end, and, and a solid running back. So it, it's the chemistry, really. You know, they 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 have you know chemistry with Odell, and Odell has chemistry with the players with some of those players. You know, like it'll be a good it'll be a good 
it'll help in the transition of him getting used to the team and how the team is ran, you know. I, th I think that that would be a good thing. It'll help out the chemistry for sure. You know, they all know each other. There's going to be some differences here and there, but, yeah, it, it's going to be a good thing for them. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be a good thing for Odell Beckham and also for the franchise of the Cleveland Browns. And uh, You know, just speaking hypothetical, uh, A-Rod, before we take our next break, speaking hypothetical, what do you see the Cleveland Browns finishing up next year? Do you see them making the playoffs as well as making a strong push for the Super Bowl? Can they dethrone the New England Patriots also – uh, beat the Kansas City Chiefs to be a top-ranking contender in the AFC next year. Yeah, for next year they're going to be a threat for sure. You can't doubt them. You can't underrate them. That you know, you just can't just oh, we got the Browns this week. No, it's just one of those like okay, we got the Browns. You know, they got some people. We gotta we gotta figure out a better game plan of how we're going to approach things. You know, I mean, <laughs> a lot of these upper teams. You know, like the, the it could be one of those things where the, the they did last year where they upset they upset the Patriots in, in the midseason. It could be just like that with all these other teams. You know, they, they, they probably could go all the way. You know, I think they're going to be a threat. You can't undermine them. Um, and, yeah, I, I, it's going to be good watching them uh, see how they, what they do next year. Well, it's definitely going to be exciting to see the Cleveland Browns, the renew, <laughs> uh, resurface and renew uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield is definitely a quarterback. It's going to be – under scrutiny, and everybody's going to be watching him going into his second season, see the adjustments that he may have. And uh, Odell Beckham is going to be a weapon for him. Having Jarvis Landry is also going to be a weapon. And, you know, have an opportunity to be competitive. You know, they don't, they don't have a new coach, no Hugh Jackson this year for the Cleveland Browns. So he walked out the door, and all that record of them losing walked out the door with them. So new attitude, new mindset. In Cleveland right now, and everyone's excited, including myself, including A-Rod. You can hear it in his voice. And you can also hear the music playing, which is telling me it's time for us to take our next break. So let's go ahead and break. And when we come back, we're still going to talk about this NFL free agency and talk about the New York Jets and their move to get Le'Veon Bell for sitting out all last year. And now they're star running back for the NFL and the New York Jets franchise. Next on Outside the Huddle with your host, Lee Mott Williams. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune into All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Mondays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Variety channel. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're outside the huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to Sports at yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas. Man... A lot of sports. We've been breaking down it, man. We've been breaking this thing down. NFL free agency, we talked about Antonio Brown being traded from the Pittsburgh Steelers to the Oakland Raiders in segment number one. Segment number two, A-Rod and I broke down the opportunity. We had the opportunity to break down the trade. Uh, who we talked about a second? A second, second. My mind just slipped up fast. Excuse me. Oh, Odell Beckham. How can I forget? Odell Beckham. We talked about Odell Beckham being traded. From the New York Giants to the Cleveland Browns, rejoining his former teammate Jarvis Landry, as well as inserting some hope and optimism to uh, the Cleveland Browns franchise and their second-year quarterback, uh, Baker Mayfield. Now, we're going to segment number three. We talk about a player that sat out the whole 2018 season, comes back, gets paid, and I have an opportunity to be the star running back for the New York Jets. I'm talking about Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, if you haven't heard by now, he has signed a four-year deal worth of up to $52 million contract with the New York Jets. Uh, the deal includes $35 million guarantee. I talked about the importance of guarantees in NFL players' contracts compared to the NBA and Major League Baseball because contracts are not guaranteed in the NFL based compared to uh, other pro leagues in the NBA as well as the NFL. I mean, in, uh, NBA and the Major League Baseball. So, with that being said, uh, Le'Veon Bell can max max value of, of close to his contract that he just signed with the Jets, uh, sixty one million dollars, including incentives. So he's looking to be excited to come back and well, he's excited to come back to the NFL after sitting out the whole twenty eighteen year. And, and, and really digging his heels into the ground with the Pittsburgh Steelers after they try to uh, continue to franchise him, franchise tag him, and not pay him his money. He opted out all last year and set out, you know, and trained in South Florida. He did a lot of communication with the fans as well as uh, the media and people through Twitter and social media, Instagram, and things along those lines. So, with all that being said, uh, uh, A Rod and now that you see that Le'Veon Bell is back in the NFL with the New York Jets, do you feel like his holdout and things that he done last year was worth it now because he has a $52 million contract and have an opportunity to have $35 million guaranteed? It's one of those things, you know, where it was a smart move financially. Like, uh, compared to last year where he wasn't doing anything at all, he, he kind of, you know, he had that he had a lot of that time to rest and things like that. You know, it was a bad year for him, but, you know, you got to go through the struggle to get the best things in life, and that's what he did. You know, he sat out last year and sat with the struggles of not being paid or earning money or anything like that, 
and for him to now be signed with uh, with, with the deal he got with the four years and 52.5 million and 35 million guaranteed, not bad, not bad. He did good for himself. It, it, it was worth the wait. It was still was a bad year for him uh, last year, but I think this year he's going to have a better mindset. He's going to be with a better team. He has the deal he wants. I, fi I figure he's going to be in a better mindset. You know, he's going to take it more serious and he's going to be back with, you know, up there with the stats and bringing back, you know, giving people the, the things that, you know, they missed from Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, what a what a bold move that he made last year. Fresh start this year with the New York Jets. Uh, have an opportunity to have Sam Donald as a rookie quarterback going to his second year. He's going to help that offense. You know, one thing about Le'Veon Bell that I like and I've been watching through his career that he can do both. He can run. He can hit you with the home run, breaking away from tackle, stiff-arming uh, guys, and being an elusive running back. And also he can catch the football out of the backfield, uh, being able to be an all-down back, you know, have an opportunity to come out of the backfield, catch passes and extend plays and move those chains like we like to see in football, uh, sustain drives offensively. He definitely worth the money. He's definitely It was definitely a bold move for him to set out all last year. Uh, refusing to come back to the Steelers, people thought he was crazy. At times I did, but at, at the end of the day, I talked about this at the beginning of the show, and we're going to try to do our best. I'm going to try to do my best throughout this offseason to insert some business aspect and try to educate the listeners on the difference between what's actually media is telling you about it and what's actually taking place behind the scenes. And for him to make that bold business decision to sit out last year, even though he took a financially hit, financially took a hit, he was able to recover on paper, it seems to be, because you don't know how much he really lost last year. Uh, but on paper, it seems to be he's able to recover with the $35 million guarantee with the overall four-year deal worth $52.5 million. Now, with that, you know, as the backdrop for uh, uh, Le'Veon Bell being with the Jets, how is he – now, where, where, where do you see the Jets now, uh, in your opinion, A-Rod, going from a team that was bottom of the totem pole, had a rookie quarterback, struggled, uh, now have a new coach. Where do you see the Jets going forward in the 2019-2020 season? Uh, I hope it's better than last year for sure. I, I, I feel, you know, the Jets, they, they did a lot of changes. The same with all these teams, you know. I've noticed that a lot of these teams are just making all these bold moves and move arounds and switches and changes that, you know, next year you just it's, it's going to be one of those years to where, you know, you never know, like the undermined team might, you know, take the whole the whole thing and win the Super Bowl. But I feel like it's going to be good for the Jets com comparing how they did last year, which was what, 4-12 and 12 they did? And the Steelers mm -hmm. themselves, without Le'Veon Bell even playing, he, they did nine and six. I think it's going to help them. They're going to win a few more games. They're going to have a better chance, you know, of you know getting. They they might have a, a less of a, a little bit of a better chance, you know, getting into the the championships and things like that. But you know, it's still it's still the Jets. You know, they're underneath the new coach. Uh, hopefully, they don't pull what they did. The Cardinals did last year, uh, where they had a new coach and they just looked like a whole brand new team compared to the following years before. But I feel like it's going to be good. It's also it, it's it's going to be it's going to help out the Jets for sure. You know they actually got some more players now that are going to help them do things, versus like them picking out the, the freshies. But you know, we mm -hmm. best thing we can do is just check out uh, the next season and see what's going on. You know, but on paper everything seems right. You know, you just you got to wait to see what the performance is though. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the Arizona Cardinals and your base in Phoenix, uh, the hub where Voice America Variety. Is based at with all the other channels. And speaking of the Cardinals, they made some off-season moves as well with their first-year coach, 
Um, man, guys, Cliff Kingsbury. I don't know why I forgot his name. Cliff Kingsbury is now the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals and projected to have the number one pick. And everyone's talking about Cal Murray. Uh, he had his pro day today. The whole circus was in Norman, Oklahoma. From the reports and things I've been reading and watching is that he had a phenomenal performance at his pro day, being a more pockets presence quarterback. We know what he can do running outside the pocket, but he was able to make those strong throws in the pocket. So with that being said, Arizona was able to take an opportunity and strengthen up their defense and grab the linebacker out of Baltimore and Terrell Suggs. So Terrell Suggs is now what the Arizona Cardinals on a one-year deal worth up to $7 million in free agency. Uh, how can Terrell Suggs, in your opinion, and his leadership and his skill set from Baltimore, being there for 16 years, now inserted into the Cardinals' defense. How can him, as a veteran at 36 years old, enhance that pretty much horrible defense from last year, uh, A-Rod, and, and that team going forward? Um, it's going to help out the Cardinals a lot, you know, especially with who they have and what what they what they're doing. Um, you know, it, it's really their biggest issue was just having the right quarterback that's going to help you know get them to where they need and you know now that they got defense on the on the side you know that's that's got a little bit more improved Terrell Suggs is coming over I feel like you know it's going to be it's going to be a, a a good change for him you know he's going to he's going to be in a whole new organization new team and all that stuff so you know he might perform a lot better it, it might be an environmental change you know he might he might Something's gonna happen where he's gonna be a better player for the Cardinals, and I feel like you know it's it's gonna be a good thing for him. Um, it does suck to see him leave the Baltimore Ravens. You know he's known for the Ravens and and all that, and yeah, it's just it's good for him. You know. Yeah, it's absolutely good for any player. Sixteen years, get a fresh start, fresh organization. You gotta understand, Terrell Suggs will be thirty-seven this year uh, in October. He's thirty-six currently now, obviously, but. He'll be 37 this year. He brings a lot of durability as far as pass rushing. He has the, the mindset to be able to uh, get away from blockers and as well as bring that pressure. And he also remember, he played ball in Phoenix. He, I mean, well, Tempe, he played ball at, at Arizona State. So he knows that area. He lives there in the offseason. I've seen him a couple times when uh, during the Super Bowl when it was in Phoenix. So he likes that environment. He understands the uh the magnitude of what he's presented with. He understands the fan base. He understands the love for, for Cardinals football and and having a chance to get back to, I guess, his home base and yeah. get back to where he played college ball at is only going to help that defense. Uh, offensively, we'll see how Cliff Kingsbury do with their quarterback. If they get Kyle Murray, he's going to have additional help at the quarterback position because you had a rookie quarterback last year. Then you have – uh, bringing another rookie quarterback. It's going to be exciting. Cliff Kingsbury is a young, fresh face, uh, exciting quarterback. Can he do the same thing that they're doing over there in L.A. with the Rams? Uh, you know, they signed Brett Hundley as well. He's a quarterback with some experience. They signed him into a one-year deal uh, to back up Josh Rosen, the rookie quarterback. You know, Brett Hundley, Brett Hundley played in Green Bay, played behind um, Aaron Rodgers, came out of – UCLA a couple of years ago, so he has the experience. And, and you know, they just adding pieces. Jordan Hicks, another inside linebacker, came from Philly, uh, has been inserted into the defense as well. So Arizona's chipping away at it. They're not making a big splash, but to me, I thought bringing Terrell Suggs was a big, a, a big splash for them defense, defensively. Let's see how things shape out 
and help them enhance their defense as well as the organization going into this season. Speaking of the Baltimore Ravens, they uh, even though they lost Terrell Suggs, they ended up picking up Earl Thomas, uh, safety from uh, your former team, well, your current team, but his former team, Seattle Seahawks. So Earl Thomas, uh, you know, you remember he held out in the offseason, came back and played. I thought he was productive, but he ended up getting injured and turned up his leg and ended up losing, the for, uh, losing him for the remainder of the season. So with Baltimore Ravens signing Earl Thomas to a four-year deal, $55 million contract, give me your thoughts on that deal and you losing Earl Thomas from your, your team, Seattle Seahawks. It hurts. It hurts a lot, you know. <laughs> Earl Thomas has done a lot for the Seattle Seahawks, and he, he's a he's he's definitely a great defensive player, you know. He, he's one of those up there as a, one of the top uh, defensive players for for the for the Seattle Seahawks, and it, it it's going to be a little sad. It's going to be a little bit different, you know. The, the Seattle Seahawks have been switching up a lot lately, especially last year and this year going. And you know, it's just what's new they're, they're always doing something new and i feel like you know with earl thomas going over there it's one of those good financial deals you know financially he's getting a better better uh, guarantee and everything everything up front and financially it was a good it was a good uh you know it was a good move for him but um organization wise i am, we are going to miss him and it, unfortunately you know you got to move on to better things but man <laughs> yeah y'all secondary is going to look totally different this year you guys lost cam chancellor due to injuries and forced retirement then you lost uh, uh, Richard Sherman to the uh, San Francisco 49ers, now Earl Thomas. So the Legion of Boom is pretty much done. I mean, there's no more Legion of Boom members left over in that secondary. So it looks like Seattle's going to have a fresh new secondary, a fresh new defense. Someone's going to have to step up as far as being the leader for that Seattle Seahawks defense going into the season because you know uh, your buddy there, uh, the quarterback, he's going to be looking for someone to step up defensively for the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, yeah, you know, there, there's always the faces of who who's the face of the defense, who's the face of the offense, and then who's face of the team, who's face – all these faces, you know. And I feel like with the Seattle Seahawks, you know, doing all everything that they're switching up, uh, it's just who's who's gonna who wants it, who who's willing to you know be the, the face of of what they need, and who's gonna be that bring that leadership and mentality that they they want. You know, it. I feel like you know with with everything that's going to, I feel like Russell Wilson himself might not be there that long at, with the Seattle Seahawks of how they've been training other different quarterbacks and things like that. You know, they're they're definitely going to be a whole different team within the next four years, and it's going to be a lot different seeing them in their approach and all that stuff and how they move around things and. And, and all that, but you know, Seattle Seahawks, you still can't undermine them. They're still going to be a, a good team. You know, you got to look out for them regardless. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely going to be competitive with Russell Wilson there uh, coming into the season. He's looking for a new deal. I want to say after next year, and I'd be shocked to see if Russell Wilson leaves that franchise. He's a Super Bowl champion. He brought a lot. He brings a lot of experience and, and understanding of that organization. I'd be shocked if Pete Carroll let his star quarterback and Russell Wilson go to another team but A-Rod that's the music playing in the background so let's go ahead and break and when we come back we'll continue to talk NFL free agency we'll talk about some of the moves that the Philadelphia Eagles made as well as some guys they let go next on Outside the Huddle with your host Lee Mont Williams Ask 
the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel have you had a chance to check out voice america's online magazine and blog if you love our hosts and shows check out articles that give an even deeper perspective plus topics about health and fitness movie reviews philosophy business tips and tactics spirituality positive thought current events and even more about your favorite hosts it's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com that's blog.voiceamerica.com the voice america press blog all access all the time Outside the Huddle with Lemont Williams. Want a piece of today's action? Call into the show right now at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can drop a line to Sports at yahoo.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Outside the Huddle with your host, Lemont Williams, coming to you live from Houston, Texas, as we... Prepare for segment number four. Man, it's been a high-impact, fun show. A-Rod and I are breaking down. A-Rod and I are breaking down the NFL free agency in their new year, kicking off today. And I'm excited because I'm back live on the show. Been off the last six to eight weeks due to my contractual agreement with ESPN3, ESPN Plus. I'm done with that. Now I'm back on the scene, live on the show. Okay, so A-Rod, we talked about Antonio Brown, first segment. Second segment, we talked about your boy. Well, the guy that you consider your boy, <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> is uh, Odell Beckham Jr., his trade to the Browns. Then we talked about Le'Veon Bell, uh, last segment. So now, we're going to go back to the East Coast. Let's talk about the Philadelphia Eagles and them letting go their quarterback and Nick Foles. Nick Foles is now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's their franchise quarterback. He got paid to be their franchise quarterback. Jaguars uh, signed him to a four-year deal worth up to $102 million. Let me say that again. $102 million for a four-year deal for Nick Foles. Man, that's a lot of money. He gets guaranteed money of $50 million. Uh, So my first thought 
congratulations to Nick Foles. I mean, he won the Super Bowl for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and rightfully so. He's getting paid to be a franchise quarterback. But my question to you, A-Rod, is do you feel like Nick Foles is worth that type of money? Uh, for I mean, I don't know about uh, – you know, he came in and, you know, being in the NFL for a few years and winning a Super Bowl ring and now being traded off to a better team, you know. I don't know if he's, he could be worth the money, you know. It's a 50-50, you know. He brought a team to a Super Bowl that we haven't seen there in a while. And, you know, you never know if he could do it again with another team. I feel like he's earned it for sure. He's earned the money. He definitely, you know, made a statement for who he is and what kind of quarterback that he is. And you know it's one of those smart moves financially. He's set, <laughs> but will will the performance still be there? Will he still be the Nick Foles that he was at the Eagles and now with his new team? You know, it's just I feel like you know it was a good, smart move financially. Everything is good there, and yeah, I, it, it was puzzling to me how the Eagles let go of him. But you know that there's reasons between what they're doing and all these teams are are making are moving around. You know, so we just got to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, just surprise. It's not really surprise, but uh, you know, they the Jackson. It was a, a supply and demand. We talked about business, and I'm gonna try my best to do more inserting business transactions into the show going forward, and talk about my real estate things I'm doing here locally in the city of Houston, but in the state of Texas as well. Uh, so there was a supply and demand here. You definitely saw that it was a, a supply. Nick Foles brings experience, Super Bowl champion, uh, and, and that whole experience from leadership from the Philadelphia Eagles to a demand of, let's face it, Jacksonville needed a quarterback. They was done with Blake Bortles. I mean, they was done with him midway through the season. You know, <laughs> like they even benched him doing some games like, look, bro, you just sit on the sideline. We're done with you. We're going to go with some other guys to try to win this game. So Jacksonville was bleeding for a quarterback, and they got it in Nick Foles. Now, can he lives up to? can Nick Foles live up to the hype? As a Jacksonville Jaguar, only time will tell because he's going to play against the team that I cover and been uh, supporting quietly behind the scenes is the Houston Texans and the AOC South twice a year. So he's going to go against J.J. Watt, Davion Clowney, those type of guys uh, twice in the season uh, going forward. So can he be the same quarterback and not have to look over his shoulder like he was doing throughout his career at Philadelphia because uh, they had another good quarterback as well. So I I, I think he can. I think uh, Jacksonville has pieces in place. Uh, Leonard Fournette, he needs to stay healthy and be consistent on the field as a running back. That would be an added piece to help Nick Foles. Um, I really don't know too many of their wide receivers that's really a big-time receiver, but they should have some people. They should pick up some players in the offseason, especially in the free agency signings to be able to help bring some complementary uh, weapons to the offense. But Leonard Fournette is the key. If he can be healthy and sustain himself and play a whole physical year, then I think uh, Jacksonville can be a competitor or be back to where they used to be two seasons ago uh, when their defense led them and they just had an average offense. So we'll see how that works out for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And oh, sounds like it's time for us to wrap up the show. So A-Rod. What a show, man. It was a good show tonight. I'm excited to be back. We're going to bring you more heat, more action, more conversation next week. A-Rod, thanks for everything, man. You're the super producer. I want to thank also the listeners out there for listening to the show outside the huddle. Until we meet next Wednesday night, have a good weekend. Have a blessed week. 
talk to you guys later. Thanks for joining Outside the Huddle with Lemont Williams. We're back next week for another live show, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Central, and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Check back with us on the Voice America Sports Channel.